Last time on the Savage Bear Podcast. Oh, that vision was a bit weird. Looked like some Zulgaf or something fixing to do something strange, but oh, really don't feel great after drinking that shit. Was that uh, entirely necessary, Kale? Oh. G'day, hello, and welcome to the Savage Bear Podcast. How are we all doing today? Not bad. Good, good, good. We're here. We're here. Ready to... Excellent. Playing games, yeah. it's good. We've all travelled around. Playing games, taking names. Hell yeah. Um, not sure what names we're taking, but you know what? I'll leave special treats if you can find them. Just random <laughs> name generators of just like people's like tags on their underwear, just in, in the thing. <laughs> that went very far off course. What, what are you talking about? Uh, also, I'll say a quick, it's probably going to be two weeks late, this apology, uh, but thank you for holding out uh, for that those two weeks that me and Tim weren't here and uh, off playing music about sharing the great word of goblins to the whole of Australia. Well, I say whole of Australia, just the East Coast. Um, so thank you for waiting patiently for these episodes. Get wrecked, Perth. Yeah. yeah, we'll get to you, Perth. This is for those of you in Perth who are both a fan of Beast and Failure and Savage Bear podcast. <laughs> we will come out to Perth at some point. Um, we want to. It's just very expensive. It's like flight, like S- Savage Bear or Beast and Failure. Fuck, we might as well do both at the same time, right? Fucking us, us, two birds. Yeah. Who wants to? Yeah, we'll, we'll, for that one or two fans, we'll come over there and play Pathfinder with you. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah. Don't hold me against it, but we'll see how we go. It's good. It's cracking. Yeah. But yeah, no. Josh was down at PAX, which he had a lot of fun of, made a lot of friends, partied with Michael, who is a cool guy. <laughs> he's literally an Ewok. I never actually... Michael's an Ewok, twitch.tv forward slash Michael is an Ewok. Hell yeah, he's a cool boy. He's a very cool boy. Good time. The first time I saw his profile name, I genuinely didn't know it was Michael is an Ewok. I thought just Michael is Wok. Michael is Sane Wok. Is Sane Wok, and Michael. I'm like, I don't... He's an insane walk. Is he like a chef? Well, that's, that's what I thought. I, that's what I, when I first saw it, I was like, why is he? I mean, okay. Yep. Yeah, you can cook in a walk if he wants to. Yep. Do whatever you want, Michael. Yeah. But uh, no, he's, he's literally an Ewok, so. Yeah, literally an Ewok. Yeah, there you go. And I'm sure Josh got to find that out when he uh, went down to PAX. Any highlights, Josh? Fun things you saw? Uh, well, yeah, yes, there. Yes, and on the, on the subject of things I saw at PAX. Michael's also a very tall boy. Is he's he? He's got about... He's got a like, tall Ewok. He's got like six okay. inches of height on me. Wait, Jesus. wait, 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 wait. How, how tall yeah. are you? I'm 6'1". Right. So, fuck, six... Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's the first time in a while I've had to look up at someone. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> Aw. Lovely lad. Uh-oh. Yeah. So, so we won't we won't see him in the Return of the Jedi then. Because they were all short. Mm. Really? Guys. Yeah. Is that just like... Yeah, a- all, all, of, all of the Ewoks were not oh. six foot seven. No, I would. Just I thought yeah. you, for a minute there in my head, I translated what you said to Return of the Sith, and it was just like they got one person on, Revenge. and they all had to be <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. Uh, uh, but Bring uh, back highlights: uh, played some, demoed some good board games, oh, um, yeah. p- purchased a few, spent way too much money. Yep, um, always. always got caught up with a few 
friends from Twitch that we've made over the last few years, which oh, yeah. was very fun. Which is uh, Tales of Pesh yeah. at... at Twitch.tv forward slash Tales of Pesh. There you go. I don't know um, how to do it, the Twitch URL. <laughs> got a free got a free hotel room upgrade. Oh, fuck. For some reason. Hell yeah. Yeah, I paid the same amount as like Dave and Andy had their own hotel rooms mm. in the same hotel. We all played, we all paid the same like packs amount for it. Yeah. And for some reason, theirs was just a small room with just a bed and a little kitchenette and you know a connecting bathroom whereas yeah. mine was like a full on like I walked in and I saw two single beds and I was like well that's wrong because I'm in here with my partner and I like oh and I turned my head and it, and it just went forever it went <laughs> had it's a, a little, like big living room and stuff the kitchen the very nice bathroom and then like master bedroom so at you the got end like the, the family room yeah and they didn't say anything about upgrading or anything so I was just like well I had the opposite problem. I wasn't allowed into one of my hotel rooms while we were in Sydney. We booked accommodation, and uh, we got there, and like they kind of uh, kind of got messed around a bit. We booked a six-room dorm, uh, but then we ended up getting two four-bedroom dorms. But one of them, they never gave me the code because it's all app-based, so I couldn't actually unlock oh. the door. So there's me after playing a show in Sydney, pissing down with rain, just like fucking all of our gear around us. The other guys got their room, but me and manager just for like we can't we can't get in like we can't get into this it's like 12 30 at night no one was helping us we had to just like run down the street to the next hotel and book it for like three hours basically damn yeah that was a little bit rough it was worth it did you did you slam them on the uh the social medias i will like you're supposed to do like, yeah, these one, days one star on TripAdvisor. yeah yeah i don't think that place has more than two three stars <laughs> it's it's a yeah. We turned up and there was a bunch of kids drinking out the front, pissing on garbage. So it's like, well, okay, this sets the mood. Yeah, you know what you get <laughs> when you see that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really. So the last time Adam gets left booking accommodation for all of us, now it's fine. Now, are we ready to go? Speaking of pissing in trash cans. Hey, speaking of pissing hey. in trash cans. That's. <laughs> see, it's not easy doing trans transitions. Be oh, a- I was just going off your last couple of sentences and look, it wasn't easy to try and form a transition from any of those sentences. In general, it is hard to do this. I will I will say that much. <laughs> thing. But you know what? Maybe maybe you should start doing these intros. It'd be great. You just pick a point of the conversation and transition it. Alright, I'll, I'll just be like, that's it, that's the transition. Yeah, and we just go, hey now, we'll just, roll just start it. shouting like we usually do. Now I know we don't... Yeah. No one else at home knows this, but Javier is definitely there. Um, it's okay. I think he's off doing some stuff, but that's all right, because I could do a recap of what we did last week. So, last week, the party recovered after a heavy battle. When leaving the temple, Kale heard voices coming from the corrupted moonstone pool next to the main entranceway to the temple. Magic from this pool was weakly drifting towards the diadem, picked up from the dead Zorgath mage inside the hall. Kale moved towards the pool and placed the diadem on his head and drank from the pool. His head was filled with visions of of a memory of a gathering of Zorgaths, led by a fierce tentacled Zorgath, which the others called Sarval the Everhunger. Sarval asked for aid on a quest of vengeance against the Sky Dwellers who stole the Aeon Orbs from them. One Zorgath asked if it would not be better to restore the home with the power of the Aeon Orbs. Sarval said it was no use and that only vengeance through the power of Zezeb... Zevgazeb... Zevgazeb... Nailed it. Thank you. First try. It's... it's. I'll, I'll, I'll message it to you guys so you can see what it is. <laughs> can bring justice. Break it down. Break it down. Break it down. Okay. Zev... Gav... 
Izev can bring justice to the ancient. Can you literally just like copy paste? I'm going to, but I have to try and say it for the people at home. Zev Gab Izev. Zev Gab Izev. There you go, I sent it through the chat. Zev Gab Izev. Zev Gab Izev. Like I said, first go. First go. You got it first go. Yeah. So that only the vengeance through the power of Gavi uh, can bring justice to ancient yeah, crimes. Nice. There you go, we'll just shorten it. The Gav, Gavze. Uh, Kale yeah, came back Gavinator. from his vision and described the scene to the rest of the Wanderers. In turn, they each copied his actions and witnessed the vision themselves. He, did, he didn't describe it, he just made them drink. Oh, that's right, yeah, you just made them drink. Hey, drink, drink this, yeah, he drink was this. Just like, <laughs> he's like, dude, just totally drink the waters. And yeah. I'm like, all right. Only only was it revealed after Uri had already drunk from the water. <laughs> yeah, did and he then didn't need Kale to do it. put the diadem <laughs> on his head that he didn't need to drink it. But, you know. But what did it taste like, actually? I don't know if we, we, we you commented on the taste of the, of the purple goo. In my head, I would imagine it's like trying to drink like like lucid jelly. You know, jelly that's almost like what coagulated. Is that how you describe yeah, jelly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah coagulate. That makes sense. Right, that's the like, texture. What about the taste? Okay, the taste. Oh, it'd have to be something like creamy, but like it's like you know, like you ever you imagine someone biting into like a rotten apple that the inside has gone all creamy. Oh, uh, uh, like fl- like flowery kind of thing is how it. Yeah, I think yeah, that flowery yeah, yeah. powderiness, but it's almost got the like almost as soon as it hits your mouth and hits moisture, it almost turns to like snot. Okay, so it tastes. Did like that make you feel, did that make you more immersed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Won't be taking some with us then. I mean, you can. I mean, it was at one point maybe water. Uh, where am I? They left the temple seeking out the deputy constable Daracus. He met them in secret at his favourite reconstructed coffee shop away from prying ears. <laughs> the wanderers informed him of the temple in the presence of the Zorgath. He thanked the party but insisted them to venture deeper and find out what's going on. He even gave the party a few potions and a boon and a handful of boons to assist them in the task below. The wanderers then headed back to the circus. I don't think you guys had a night's rest. I believe from uh, no, we sat down to do some things. And yeah, I think we left it with Bloop it. staring yeah. off into the void beyond the safety of. Kale's That's tent. right. Yeah. So he was uh, trying to. It was mes- mesmerized by the thought of outside. Right. I don't think mesmerized. Uh, terrified, perhaps. A guy. Yeah. Yeah. And we realized he's got agoraphobia. <laughs> agoraphobia. Fear of outside spaces. Did you get the full intro, by the way, Kyle? Um, I got none of it. Can you just give me like a fifteen second? Okay. You drank from the pool of, of uh, thingies, got those memories. Uh, you re- That's true. You yeah. returned back to Eskadar and you, Daracus was like, to- hell, yeah, yeah, well done. Super good work down there. Keep going. Yeah. Uh, here's some extra stuff because I feel bad about you guys getting hurt. And then you went back to the circus, not resting yet, but uh, we are now left with the sight of Gloop staring out into the void beyond the safety of Kale's tent, which is called... <laughs> That's right. Agoraphobia. 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 Yeah. Aborophobia. Oh, poor Gloop. What's his name? Goop? Poor Gloop. It's Goop. Yeah, I think it's, it's Goop, isn't it? With, not with the L. It's, yeah, Goop. Yeah, Goop. Yeah, that's right, because we not couldn't be... Goop. Yeah, it's, it's Goop, because there's a trademark. Is it Gloop? Is it a trademark, <laughs> or is it Goop that's the trademark? Let's not bring eyes to it, actually. You know what? <laughs> Just in case. I don't want to have her chasing me to pay for things. <laughs> what are you doing? You're in the circus. <laughs> what... Uh, time is it around about? Um, you guys probably got back here. I think it was Mid like afternoon. Or something yeah, like it was like four, three ish in the afternoon when you guys returned yeah, back to the circus. That's what you said. Because th- there's one thing that I would like to sort out uh, before we go to sleep tonight. Right. That Javier's probably been thinking about uh, 
all all day, mm. and that is sorting some accommodation accommodation out for Aves. Yeah, because he's been kind of because that mofo has been sleeping <laughs> in my, my bloody wagon for the past two right, nights. Look, you know that um, the professor will probably have some spare stuff, or um, maybe there'll be there'll be some spare tents somewhere in in inside the um, inside the actual uh, circus itself, or maybe one of you wants to upgrade to a wagon or a caravan. Like these are options you have if you want to spend money on having better accommodation. Like Uri has his tent, but if he's okay with that, that's cool. But he can also, you know, build a caravan if he wants. You guys have the means, I guess, and the money. Some skill as well, depending how well it looks. This will be a long-term project for you. I'm just throwing that out there. Um, I think Javier's in two minds about this because he, he loves his cozy little wagon. Hmm. But does it fit um, for a ringleader? That's it. Yeah. That's that's the other thing. Is it is it fit for someone of his position? Does it, you know, does it cast a good uh, appearance upon the circus? So, but at the same time, is taking up a larger wagon is that kind of pretentious and over the top? But isn't which I mean, I mean, let's be real. Two words that yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, describe Javier to a T. But that's fine. But it's like a modest. It's a modest one. It's like you 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 don't go above and beyond what you already are um, ego wise. Like you deserve every bit that you dish out. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, but this is an option. Like, a tent, obviously, easy. I think you'll be able to get hold of a tent very easily. If not, I mean, you've got Escadar there. You can always go out and buy one. The the circus will have a tent for him. But if you want him to have yeah, his own Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I was just going to talk to him before I just kind of send him out because I know he's been fairly hesitant mm. about the whole, you know, interacting with people that up until now he thought were not his friends and... Um, you know, the whole not being a slave anymore, basically, situation. Well, you remember as well when you were in line to go into the, um, actually going to the Celestial Menagerie, how the actors reacted to seeing maybe Uri. Like, he would have probably told you, but you remember how they reacted seeing Uri, and it was it was quite fearful. Like, they were, like, terrified of him, probably a little bit more than he's used to being in his size. People are wary of him, but not actually genuinely terrified. So yeah, the stories that they must have told about you guys there must be yeah something that could have occurred just to strike fear into them to not associate. So yeah, so finding accommodation is reasonably reasonably easy. I think you can very easily find a tent. Yeah, I mean if it's just a tent, then like I mean I'm not he's, he doesn't get a wagon. Hmm. He needs to prove himself before that. It's pretty easy to find. Like if you send word out amongst the camp, it's very easy to find one. Professor can wander on over and give it to you. And and looking for Aves in the camp, he's. You've noticed he's wandering around the campsite more. He's, like, observing people like you asked him to do. Um, he's just kind of, like, timidly staying in the sidelines, kind of watching people practice their tricks, practice their, like, what how the circus works. He's watching the riggers do any mending to things that they need to be mending, seeing how they, you know, adjust, you know, adjust the tent if um, there's a bit of a wind going, you know, stuff like that. Seeing how people clean up after themselves, he's, like, taking notice like you asked him to of how the circus functions so he can find his own place within the circus yeah Uri and Kale is there anything you wish to do before you collapse for the evening I think Uri was uh he was already sitting down and working on his uh axe with a sharpening stone heck yeah because it got damaged in the uh in the fight Mm. uh but other than that, I think Uri's just had a bit of a day. Mm. I mean, shit, you all have. That fight yeah. was incredibly rough, brutal. Yeah, I think 
Kale's just going to turn in. Yeah, I think he had the conversation with Goop when he returned last time, or was it before they went out? Um, about him creating some items for you? About him having agoraphobia. That, yeah. Was that, was that when we got back? When you got back. Yep. We yeah. end, I think I'm pretty yeah. sure we ended the episodes with the sounds of... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Kale went to... That's right, Kale went to sleep. Yeah. Had an early night. Okay. Well, you guys finish up for the evening, fall asleep, wake up, morning arises. Are we continuing with the lessons, the circus? Yep. All right. Is there anything particularly you want to work on? Um. Well, I'm just going to click that uh, rest. Yeah, hit that rest. Button. And I mean, you can work your way around and heal everyone up as they are. So what's your plus now to heal? Must be reasonably big. My uh, medicine mm. now. Mm. It's not bad. It's not not bad. Is it more than um, plus 10? Well, if I'm wearing my healer's gloves, yes. Okay. There's no chance of you like failing then unless you roll a natural. Or even a natural one won't even bring you down that low. So yeah, you can, like, you can spend the time with everyone and just come around and heal their wounds and stuff. So everyone just put yourself back up to full. I think that's perfectly fine and perfectly all right. And if not, Bunny will make up for anything that didn't occur. And he's trying to keep his sausage fingers out of certain people's wounds. <laughs> Because <laughs> he has a habit of sticking them in there and making things worse. So, I mean, Uri, Uri does that sometimes as well. Yeah. You guys. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think there would be anything particularly imperative on the agenda for training. Just uh, making sure that everyone's, um, I guess, just becoming accustomed to having a weapon in their hands and, like, you know, what fighting is like and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So just. Yeah. It's a bit more pairing now rather than before where Yeah, we might start yeah, do some sparring kind of thing, light light sparring. Yeah. Alright. Telling people not to actually hit each other with the weapons, but just pretend. Yeah. And hoping that the dwarves don't get too uh rowdy. I mean they do every time they have. Yeah, I was gonna say inevitably. Yeah, it's, inevitably it's, it's, it's gonna break out and not to gonna work. each other. Yeah. Alright, well give me give me give me a survival check. Because a lot of this is like obviously teaching right. them where to hit people in particular like the idea is like using um yeah using like like teaching them basically like survival in a sense that it's not just out in the wilderness but it's like survival in combat surviving uh like certain combat routines for different styles and stuff yeah. like that yeah I like that uh that is uh 21 total and Javier are you assisting are you gonna be practicing um, in the morning. I'm practicing on my own. Alright, so you give me a performance check and you tell me if you pass or fail. Because that is your own number that you have decided. DC wise. Um, do you do well? Uh, it's okay. okay. It's just more of the same. Mm. More of the same stuff. Was it a. Yeah, so you practice that. Maybe a little bit. We were all feeling a little bit stiff from yesterday. Like, obviously, magical healing is a thing, it makes you feel better and greater and it heals your wounds, but I'm sure you still feel a bit stiff, a little bit of an ache. Like, almost yeah. like you've pulled them, not put like you've done a strenuous workout kind of ache. Yeah, I think Javier is focused more on maintaining uh, what he's learned and just working through his exercises rather than uh, trying something new in particular. Mm. Are you doing anything with that weapon that got hit by damage? The karambit? Yeah, uh, the rapier, the frightening rapier that took damage during the fight against the blood demon. Oh. Yes, true. Um, I mean, Javier would know how to work uh, a whetstone. Yeah. So I might, yeah, I might take it to a whetstone for an hour or so. Yeah. 
you can smooth out most of the edges. Obviously, it's a magical weapon. I like, in my own mind, like the idea of if a magical weapon takes damage and you take care of it and look after it, it will kind of like fill in the gaps itself. Almost like, what's it, Valyrian Steel? Like in uh, Game of Thrones, how it kind of, after Ned's sword got cut into the two blades, the metal tried to reform itself into its original shape. I kind of like that idea for magical weapons, how like if it does take damage, like you taking the time with the whetstone, looking after it, caring for it, it will slowly bring itself back. I think yeah. probably a few days, I reckon. So I'm going to put a D4 number on it. Say three. Probably you'd like the amount of work you can do it. Maybe um, being a magical weapon which you haven't used before, you're not used to this. So just guiding it, shaping itself, uh, probably take you about three days. So two more, um, I guess you could say. Do you want to have a a negative modifier on it at all? Just leave it as I think it was became broken. Did it after it took its damage? Um, I don't know how to do that. That's all right. Um, there might be just a like mod you can add to the blade. Modifications. Broken. I think it took like ten damage from its total. What would it be? Its hardness. So you might not have to worry about it. But what do you guys plan to do today? Now after everything is sorted and done. Are you going back down into the temple? Um, well, Uri would be of the opinion that, uh, you know, it's better to get out of the way now, like, well before our next performance is due, but if, uh, so that there's no, like, you know, disturbance or anything. Because it's currently the Galarian equivalent of Tuesday, I believe. Is it Tuesday? I believe Tuesday or Monday. And we have another performance at the end of the week. I yeah. presume Saturday you would have a, Friday, sorry, you would have another one. Yes. Okay. I think it makes sense to do it on Friday again because um, the other, all the people that went to the other performance, mm. uh, the Celestial Menagerie, will be like, "Eh, that was terrible." Yeah. And they'll come see us. Heck yeah. You're now the better competitor. All right then. So Uri, do you gather the troops? Is um when the yeah hour of practice or so is finished in the morning yeah we'll, um, bunny's teaching he'll grab people how to use crossbows and stuff with you you've still got yeah. uh Mordain who's doing rather well with her two-handed well her splitting axe uh, which is rather surprising <laughs> was it a splitting axe well, or a no, sledgehammer? sledgehammer sorry sledgehammer yeah she's using yeah. a sledgehammer throwing that around the flambony sisters are concentrate on knife combats like almost like grappling each other and like dropping and like maneuvering their knives in their hands to like avoid and like change hands with grips on a knife or a dagger yeah cool so after everyone's like tired packed up a bit everyone's kind of like starting to take a restaurant take a drink of water from like the barrel or the bucket from the nearby water or for even from kale who conjured up some water for the day um money will mosey on over to you two so, oh, oh yeah all right all right lads uh, bunny i like how never mind Kaz. what, what? Right. I misunderstood when you said you two. That's alright. <laughs> That's alright, Kale. I don't know where, where voice came from, but. Kale's in his yeah. tent. He's like. I think it's some good, new magic spell that he has. Yeah, well, look, you know what? I will take the time to go say hello to him this morning because I haven't yet. And I feel like that's an indication well, that he might want to have a bit of interaction with Bunny. Yeah, and also, it's time for some bacon and eggies, I think. Yeah. See if. Uh, well, well look, I could go get it. I don't know who, like. who's busy doing the cooking nowadays. Is it Goop or Kale? Well, I don't know. Like, uh, I was well. I think Goop's doing most of it when, like, we're off doing our hijinks. You know, going off and 
you know, really fighting and being underground and stuff. So I think Goop's been doing most of it, but... Right, right. Well... He doesn't really do much because he doesn't like leaving his tent. Who, Goop or Kale? Uh, Goop. Tent, uh, Kale's... Mo- uh, well, Kale... Uh, I don't know how he feels about his tent. Never asked. Maybe we should ask Goop if he uh, wants to, like, go exploring or something. Oh, I'll give... You know what? I'll give it a go. Because he doesn't, like... Maybe he doesn't know he's allowed outside. Oh, yeah. That's no idea. Like, he only just got created a couple of days ago, so... True. I'm not sure if Kale is altogether the uh, uh, greatest father figure, I guess. I think God figure is what he was going for. God, yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah. Um, All right, you know what? I might just go get some bacon eggies and uh, see if Goop wants to come along. I'll come along with you, actually, I think. Sorted. Have you? Yes, I suppose I'll come. All right. Plot, 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 out of the tent, down, down, down the road. Oh, no, thick glass. We can't go over it. We have to go under <laughs> it. That will business. Suddenly, Kale, you see three individuals just pop in to your tent. I kind of burst through. <laughs> oh, Bacon and eggies. Uh, sorry, just that's Bacon what we're, we're looking for. Is it you that's cooking it these days, or is it Goop who's mainly or doing it? Is it Goop? No, it's good. It's Goop. So it's usually Goop. Goop is like, yeah, it's like cooking out and bacon and he's trying to do his best not looking at the doorway. It's his, uh, you know, he needs to do it. His, uh, as we say in in Taldor, it's his raison d'etre. Bless you. He says, <laughs> if he doesn't cook right. breakfast, he is, it's pointless him even existing. Scoop. You Let's see a see slight a stop bit. in Goop's work and then suddenly he's working just a little bit faster. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Kale, uh, funny, you know, well, I've been meaning to talk to you about it, but funny kind of like, you know, added to the idea in my head anyway. Because um, you're like, I don't know, not necessarily the, the, the best uh, role model for uh, for little Goop here. Uh, like, you just said in front of him that he doesn't mean anything unless he's cooked breakfast. He doesn't need a role model. Well, do you know that? You're not Goop. Because I didn't create him to need a role model. See, it. you hear him sigh. But did, like, did you like... See, I'm now just confused. But like, mum and dad, my, my, my parents didn't create me and, and think that they... No, see, I, I'm just very confused by this. Can you... Do you not like teaching things or like... Uh, it's less like, teaching I, and more that I will, when it is time, decompose him and then reform him as a new <clears> life form. There's... Right. More advanced than before. Like the real, like, look over to Goop. He's like, Goop, you okay with that? Goop just starts he cleaning. Yes, because I created him to be okay with it. Good night, Goop. Like, moving even faster now to create whatever he's cooking. Yeah, see, like, now now why don't I believe you then, Kale? What do you mean? No, I, I don't. just seems there's a bit of a disconnect between what you're saying you created Goop to do and what Goop believes. How, how do you know what Goop believes? He's speaking gibberish. Exactly. <laughs> That's part of the problem. The next iteration of him is going to speak fluent common. <laughs> D- okay. My next question is: is if you're going to like, he'll gesture vaguely, <laughs> like melt him down and remake him into whatever. Well, that's a pretty crude way of describing it, but yes. Well, I don't know how magic works. Is that not the words that you used? No, I said decompose. That's... That sounds worse. Is it the same person? Goop, is it the same Goop? Uh, that's, uh, that's one of the higher mysteries. I can't really, 
can't really speak to. Well, as I'm gonna decompose him into his essential ethers, he'll disperse mm. back into the magic tapestry, and then I'll pull him back together. See, so when they sent you to magical school, did they include I ethics in in the, in the, <laughs> the, the lessons they was teaching you? It wasn't exactly a school that I went to. Was, mm. <laughs> I got that might be the problem. Was the local florist? I'm sorry. Hmm? Did you say a florist taught you how to make goop? Hmm. Ruddy good one. Well, no, sorry. I rephrase that. He didn't teach me how to make goop. He taught me magic. Goop was my miracle. Right. My my miracle of science, arcane science. Hmm. Still concerned. But I'm willing to put that concern on the back burner because, well, I am hungry and I want me bacon and eggies. So, and also, um, are we gonna go and like kill some more things in that temple today, or? Well, if we must. Just figure it's better to get out of the way early in the week, and then we got can worry about performances or whatever later on. Mm. Yeah. Also. Okay. Are we gonna do like uh you know what how we did the, the puddles performance yeah yeah, yeah last week are we mm. are we gonna do no, another one of those or mm. I don't know I'm talking with the professor I guess mm. I think they've had their free entertainment right mm, that's what I'm thinking if there's not really any profit to be turned for it for it uh, maybe we do a free little I mean we haven't been doing the sideshow the day after lately what if we start doing the the free show the day before in different parts of the city. Mm, interesting. Could work. Yes, I, I think that's smart, trying to cater to all audiences. There's a certain little gnome I'd like to do it out the front of his office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, maybe don't tell the professor about that one, but we'll run it by him, eh? Yep. Sounds like a good idea. All right. So, have you never considered breaking Gory down and reforming him? This breaking. So you feel a slight vibration from your pocket as it gets said. Little buddy, don't listen to him. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not gonna, not gonna hurt you or destroy you or anything like that. Kale's just a, a, a meanie magician head, and he didn't mean any of it. All right, <laughs> magician head. Well, you got a head on your shoulders, don't you? You're a magician, so daddy, just don't talk to Gory. He's upset now. Talking about dismembering him or whatever, bloody brother, go take your soul and shit on it or whatever. Sorry, um, let's let's go kill some things or something. Did you sleep okay, Yuri? Not much at all, actually. I was a little bit, you know, well, still thinking about almost dying a couple of times. Kind of doesn't go away. Yeah, it got, it, it, it's a bit rough, but getting, getting there and, uh, you know, not knowing if you're going to come back or not, you know, just seeing the ethers of the great beyond and all that. But you saw things? Well, no, I mean, I think like... I was mainly just like seeing like what you guys were doing kind of as a thing, but it slowly got duller and duller and like, you know, you lost colour and stuff like that. But then oh, you come like reaching mm. back. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. Well, yeah, let's get to it, I guess. Uh, are we eating he's on the road or gesturing to the bacon and eggies series now holding in his hands. Can everyone give me a perception check quickly? Ooh. What is the addition to that? Uh, 28. 29. Boom! <laughs> okay. 25. 25. Okay. All of you see the tent flap open. You see a very small man sneaking as best he can up behind Uri. Or at least he's trying to like dart between Boxes and temple and shelves and stuff and darting around. It's, oh, I'm gonna get. I'm in, ah, and he jumps out. Cole jumps out, just trying yeah. to surprise. <laughs> just like ah, I I got and just sees all of you looking at him. He's like, it was just like, mm. Mm. Uh, 
Got to work on that footwork, mate. Yeah, you got to be lighter on your toes and whatnot. Like I can hear you coming from, well, at least that far away, anyway. What? Well, um, you could you could hear me. Well, I do have one and a half ears, don't I? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you you said I I should I should practice my skills, and do it. Uh, hi, yeah. hi everyone. By the, by the way, hi. Oh, Cole! Oh, I didn't see that. Like, I could see! I, and you like instantly points like, see, I, I got I got Kale. Mm. Oh, my heart's gone a million miles a minute. <laughs> Kale isn't known for his uh, perceptive prowess, as it were. Oh, oh, so I should do this on him more than yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Yeah. I, I, um are you are you guys leaving again today? Mmm. Well, yes, uh, probably gonna do some more dying, but, uh... Di- dying? Killing. And he kind of looks... Killing, killing, killing. As in... Of, like... You kill. Yeah, like, 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 uh, evil creatures and shit. Like, you know, those, them Zulgavs or whatnot, there was... Yeah, those, those uh, fellas. The ones you said had the necks, like, an, an, an eel? Yeah, and stink like shit or whatever. Oh, 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 I, I, I didn't hear that part. Well, like, not like shit, but, like, shit bad... Right. Not like not like the poo, but like they smell well a bit like. Well, the poo. I definitely smell poo on them. Yeah, yeah, but like there was more in it than just the. It, it's it's you know what? Forget it. It's what Mordain would say is a sensory overload. One of your more eloquent That's, moments, mate. Well, no, she says that sometimes. Try to give you a compliment, but whatever. Oh, I, I didn't, <laughs> what? Sorry, I didn't. I didn't hear that. Yeah, see, that's how you should be sneaking up on Kale. Oh, like that? Yeah, like so he can't hear. You see, it's like, like almost as like you can literally watch the cogs moving in his head, and he's like, ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, and he kind of like looks around. And he's like, um, all right, well, I will see you later. And gives you like yeah. a nod, Kale. Yeah, yeah. See you, Cole. And he just kind of like oh. slinks out of the tent. And Uri's <laughs> got a big grin on his Kale's face. Kale's just a scowling to himself. <laughs> I wonder how many hit points he has. <laughs> uh, how many what's? Hmm? Nothing. Him, he's got a delicate soul. I was wondering how many magic missiles he can sustain. I think three. I was going to say zero, but like, he'd probably just faint when he first saw the first one coming at him. That's if it even worked on him. Like, I don't Cole's of strange sorts. Like after time, I think he's like got magic of his own or some shit. I mean, I know I was we was joking about him like lighting up the stone or whatever. If but. Cole ends up having magic and I don't, this is going to be like all of you can do it now. I've seen all of you like do some sort of arcane. Well, I don't fuckery. do it. Gory does it. It's not me. It's- it comes from your fingers. It, come, it comes. No, it comes out from of you. Gory's. Comes from Gory's brain into me fingers. Oh god. How do I? Uh, Cole was, uh, he's like kicks like something that's on the ground. Well, maybe you just got to worship a bloodthirsty god or something like Gorum. Or, 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 or rather Gog's free. I don't worship him. Well, not as much as Gorum, but like. Yeah, but. Or we, but, we, but that's we like find a commitment, you a nice piece, right? bunny. What? Sorry, I missed it. I was talking over the top of you. What if, what if we find <laughs> you a nice piece? You know? A ring of fireball or something. Ooh, is that a thing? Oh, sure, it can be done. Is it? Is it? Is it hot? Like oh, to wear? I don't know. I've never worn one. Maybe. Do you mean attractive or like? No, uh, I mean like if I put a ring of fireball on, is my hand gonna like burn? Right, right. I thought you was like going. Like you know, I've got to ask the stupid question. Like it's like Eliza gonna dig it kind of thing. Ah, actually, dwarves and jewelry, like you know. Well, it's not quite jewelry. Most of the stuff we make is like for purpose. 
you know. But we do make like yeah, mostly out of squares and like ge- geometric like edged items. Some uh, some rings have a purpose, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll find you like a nice hmm? uh, spell storing rune. Yeah. Put it on your crossbow. Ooh. And you, you can have. I have a spell you know, then. Any any one of my spells that you want, we can store it in it. Oh, what good ones have you got? Oh, you, I know you've seen most of the repertoire, really. The popcorn one. Yeah, I like the popcorn one. I like you that put the one. popcorn, and will it like? Do I have to like pull the trigger of the crossbow? And or is it, come it peanuts? Out? Can't remember. Yeah. Ah, no, uh, peanuts. No popcorn. Peanuts. Doesn't really matter. It's. it's I mean, it's, it's, peanut it's corn. Potatoes, as long as it explodes. Mm. Uh, anyway. Yeah. That's probably expensive. So <clears> maybe one day. All right, well, you know, I'll save my pocket money and we'll, maybe we can do something. All right, so you guys head off into Escudar. You guys are already there on the map. Hell yeah. You guys start walking over towards Escudar. Um, I presume you will head through either Northern Gate or the uh, Puddles. Is there anywhere you want to drop into before you head over to the Woodworkers District or straight there? Got a bit of shit to sell, don't we? Want to palm it off now or... What do we have again? You have a couple of moonstones and yeah. So we've got the oh, moonstone teeth. Moonstone. Um, there's a scroll of heroism. I'm gonna look over that. Don't I can't quite recall what else we had. We have a scroll of heroism, man. Heroism, yeah. We got the um the diadem. Yeah, you got the diadem. Oh, right. you tap into the targets in a heroism, grant them a plus one status bonus to attack rolls, perception checks, saving throws, and skill checks. For how long? Ten minutes. See, I'm assuming the scroll is a one-use item, right? Uh, yeah. We can organise it. You you have a look through the list later and tell me what you sell. And Yeah. Well, it's, we don't need to sell it on the way out. Mm. On the way in, we can sell it on the way out. Let's, let's just go in. Uh, we can go in and do some more killing slash looting and then... Yep. Go full send mode. Yeah. Full Meta hobos. All right. That's right. Got braces of armour. Hell yeah. So you go, that's just like a plus one, right? your AC? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sick. So you got these beautiful white braces, I believe they are. No like iconography or anything on them. It's just this brilliant bright braces. Like oh, and they work with armor. Yeah. As well. So you can wear armor and have them over the top. They usually don't. Perhaps it's a Pathfinder to eat thing. I think braces. Yeah. Don't braces do that in first edition? But like braces of armor in 1E didn't, if you wore them with armor, the, arm, the, a, the armor's AC just Overwrote like it didn't uh, stack with the braces, but it does into it. Oh, okay, so it, it was, it was yeah. like one was like a okay, kind of makes sense. Like because they were designed for like wizards and people who didn't yeah. wear armor. But makes sense. Now they do stack. It's pretty cool. You get a bunch of bonuses. And it makes sense that they do stack. Yeah, to me, to me, it makes sense that they should stack. Like, if you're exchanging out a certain part of your armor for another part of armor, get some like get like a gourd of plus two or something. Is that the next thing? Forget what it is. Anyway, you guys head towards the woodwork district again. Gourd, isn't it? Gourd, a drinking vessel. You head towards the woodwork district. (laughs) (laughs) Smell of sawdust and the sound of cutting wood filling the air. It's a plant. Sorry. Yeah, my bad. Anyway, I mean, you can wear a gourd. I'm pretty sure. Girdle? Is that what? Sure. A girdle. A cock. A cock piece of plus three. One of them. One of the things (laughs) you wear for protection. That one. A cod piece. Yeah, cod piece. It's a fish-related protection. Anyway, um, the, the air is filled with the sound of cutting wood, uh, shaven wood, and saw wood. In the is smell is in the air. You guys head on down the road that is now well trodden for you. 
been here both night, day, and day now. And you come towards the mermaid um, statue, dry of water, clearly fountain. You guys are in the bill. There's two guards standing at it now. These aren't guards from yesterday, and as soon as you come close, they look at you like frowned eyes and business, gentlemen. We have a, 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 a writ. <laughs> Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. How are you doing, Mike? Yeah, Mike's uh, you always uh, as talkative as usual. Uh, yeah, we got like um, yeah, we say we got a writ uh, saying we're doing some some works or whatnot. So, all right. Well, yeah, and he takes it off you, and he kind of opens it up and reads through it. He goes, "All right, yeah, um, just you guys, yeah, all of, all of you. All right, yeah, all right, uh, all right." Sorted. All right, yeah, uh, yeah, go for it. Yeah, so just, just there. Um, uh, do you need, do you need me to pick it? Are you guys? Do you want it? Oh, look, he just bends just over and, up here and lifts and it up. Thanks, mate. That's all right. Don't follow us. No, no, no. I'll, I'll leave you. I'll leave you. I'll leave you all to it. Um, nothing, nothing come out of this overnight, did it? It kind of gives you like, like a look, like a. Uh, no, we weren't. Informed about it? Did you? And he like looks well, at the good. other the, the other guy, and the other guy looks concerned now as well. It's like, what do you mean something will come out of it? Well, no, like, we came out yesterday, but we just, that, <laughs> in fact, don't worry about it. It's all good. We'll see you in a couple of hours. Can you guys all give me like a perception check? <laughs> perception? Yeah. Deception? No perception. <laughs> Twenty-three. Uh, nineteen. Twenty-seven fantastic yeah you guys like look at them they like clearly seem like something's off he's like all right well all right all of you get down there go on then that gives you like <laughs> go on uh i will keep an eye out for things coming out of it he just generally just looks confused good man all right and then bunny's like yeah all right yeah cheers he goes, all right all right i'll give this to you to close and then chunk you guys hear the thing close behind you you start wandering down these the steps again covered in like a light layer of like moss like almost mossy kind of like gross kind of green sludge that has accrued over the years but after you get about maybe 30 feet down all you hear is just like the echoing of the chamber below it's crap echoing out so you guys come down these steps and again you were met by this entrance way the door of which had the Aradin um, iconography has been you pulled shut in front of you lever still hanging kind of loosely now do you press forwards yeah sorry I was just looking at the uh, god disambiguation on uh, disambiguation on, on, on Wikipedia um, well it's so first and foremost it's a plant that it's like a like a squash ah. uh, <laughs> but that is also used as like a water carrying vessel sometimes yeah but it can also be uh refer to uh like musical wood uh, wind instruments some of them use gourds gourds whatever they ever pronounce it however um, pronounced there's a lake called uh gourd lake gourd lake uh, it can also refer to loaded dice so you've uh, got a set of gourds you yes somewhere in here <laughs> um <laughs> And my my personal favourite, the uh, the penis gourd, uh, a type of penis sheath. 
So I'm I'm assuming uh, ancient underwear. Ah, okay. Just like yeah. fruit as an underwear. Yeah, pretty much. Dried out fruit, and you, know, you put your willy in it. All right. So this door in front of I'm, you. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure where you get all this information, Yuri. But you just just wandering down the steps, describing this. I've been around a lot of places, and you see them use fruit for a very lot of strange Yuri, things. Sh- sh- oh right, sorry. It's supposed to be it's, quiet. It's quite possible. You gotta be quiet. That we're stumbling into a trap. No, no. They don't have penis cords down here, do they? I sincerely hope not. Now, let's press forth with caution. What do we, uh, let me go ahead and scout? By all means. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think you do that. Yeah. Go no. for it. Oh, hang on. Let me, let me just check one. You should be fine. No. He's like, why don't we let Yuri go ahead and scout? And he's going to touch Yuri on the shoulder and he turns invisible. Wait, Yuri turns invisible or Kale yeah. turns invisible? Uri, Uri turns invisible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, Kale touches Uri on the shoulder and then Kale turns invisible. <laughs> Do you just like... Oh, wait, no, you've got that invisible... Oh, no, no. From the tower. No. Yeah, you got the invisible stuff. Hello. I can't... I'm, I can't. I'm still here. Am I... I'm right, okay, sorry. Are you still there? Uriel. I can't, and you just you just see... Uriel deliberately, as he's shifting away, uh, step on like a pile of gravel or something so the bunny... They understand that Uri's moving just off. Just crossbow bolt you away. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it down here. It's too dark. Okay. You're going to start creeping forwards? You will begin creeping forwards, yes. All right. Uh, give me a sneak check, first of all, before you start Ooh, dilly-dallying. I can give you a sneak check. Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Uh, stealth is 27. Oh, plus 20, right? From the invisibility. Uh, I'm not sure what it is, but I mean, that's pretty high. 27 without the invisibility. Okay. You step through the doors. Like you step through, you, do you, the, did you guys close the yeah, door yeah, behind you? I can't remember. No, we didn't close it. It was just like, was kind of like room. half closed. Yeah. Enough yeah. room for Uri to kind of like squeeze past, but not much larger than that. I think if I recall. Yeah. All right. You come around this corner hmm. and... First of all, I need you to give me a will save. Oh, good. Awesome. Uri's best save. 